It's time now for St. Mary Healthline. Your health is your most precious asset, and every Wednesday at 9 a.m., you can tune in for advice on how to better manage your health. Hear about important medical issues from the doctors and professionals across all service lines from St. Mary Medical Center. So without any further ado, it's time now for the St. Mary Healthline. All right, put down that coffee. We've got we've got the talk here. We're talking tips for eating healthy over the holidays and eating healthy all year round. And who would know better than Maria Nicholson, registered dietitian at St. Mary Medical Center. Good to see you again. Good to see you. I'm glad to be back. All right. On National Lobster Day, Better Breakfast Day, uh, that kind of stuff. Usually, <laughs> that's always a new day. Yeah, for <laughs> last time we had, I think, it was National Cheeseburger Day. So that's yeah. a, sometimes it's <laughs> There's <tough>. donut days. <laughs> yeah. Dunkin' what Day. About the yeah. fruit days and yeah. vegetable days. You're at RD and LDN. I mean, there's a lot of letters. What does that mean? Yes. So I'm a registered dietitian mm-hmm. and licensed dietitian nutritionist, and that's from the state. Uh-huh. So as a registered dietitian, I really really love to work with patients and clients and help them really drive their nutrition and health goals to make them have a better overall quality of life. So you're giving them food for thought, as they say, right? Yes, and, lots and then, of food for thought. Boy, and we, we get to the holidays now, everybody's off from summer, their vacations, whatever they're doing, you're out of your routine. Mm. And a lot of times, uh, Maria, it's getting in routine, and that's... I know it yeah. sounds very robotic, but... Uh, it, Especially it, with it kids can... going back to school now. I mean, families are just now getting more yeah. into a routine where summertime it can be a little bit more lax. Yeah. You know, you're on vacation, you have more days mm-hmm. off in the yeah. summertime sometimes, yeah. so getting back into the routine is key. Your experience as a dietitian, it's, it's interesting because we always have the conversation with doctors that when they went through med school, didn't have a lot of nutrition classes or work, so it's kind of a... They're kind of learning along with yours that we just didn't do a lot of this stuff. And now with all the wellness and the diet and the exercise, they do go hand in hand, hand in hand. Absolutely. And oftentimes, actually, so doctors, I mean, some doctors typically on average from the programs, they really only have about one nutrition course. Mm. So in terms of nutrition, it's so important to work alongside with your doctors and dietitians, you know, so you get a multidisciplinary team to better your health. Right, and this also too, you get a little consistency going over the long haul. Every, every mm-hmm. we're all yo-yoers, and and oh, let's mm-hmm. try this one this week, and then I'm um, trying something else next week. And yeah, and honestly, yeah. the best diet that you can really follow is just one that works best for you. Yeah, you might even like some of the foods you're you're eating, right? Yeah, and trying new yeah. foods yeah. because you might like new foods. Yeah. How long <laughs> you been with the St. Mary's? Marie? So I've been at St. Mary's for um, a little over two years now. Two. Yeah, where did you go before? Mm-hmm. Were you in, in the uh, diet business? Yes, yes, I was working downtown in the city in um, bariatrics specifically. Oh, boy. So working with bariatrics and also with weight management as well. The surgery's there, and then you, there's more psychological rehab than anything, isn't there? Absolutely. And at St. Mary's, Dr. Keith Kreitz is our bariatric surgeon, right. who's wonderful. Yeah. Um, and he really, we work together to really make sure that the patients get proper nutrition before and also after their surgeries because it's so important with the yeah. surgery. Is there that psychological component, Maria? I mean, you might even have a psychologist or psychiatrist with you while because it's the attitudinal yes. thing. You feel like uh, even though there's changes you made with bariatric surgery, you might still feel like the same overweight person you were before. It's a kind of a... 
yeah, mental absolutely. thing, isn't it? Absolutely. Yeah. And there's a lot of different behavioral changes along with the nutritional changes as well. Um, because especially after the surgery, your stomach is so much smaller. So portion sizes are also a lot less mm. as well, too. But yes, patients here. feel full off of that. So a lot of times it's really educating patients to make sure you know they know what foods are going to sit well in their stomach, what foods aren't. Also, the proper portion control to decrease any types of nutrition complications. Right. I, having been in athletics involved, you just stay away from the alcohol and all the other stuff, uh, uh, you know, eating, eating between meals, eating late at night, those kind of things. And right. So a, especially... Like I mean, grazing, with, I guess they call it, right? Yeah. yeah. So with grazing, grazing's a big thing, especially now in the holiday season yeah. when you're at parties, it can be very easy to just start picking on things throughout the day. Um, and oftentimes when people come in and they're talking about grazing, usually on average, it's around 700 to 1,000 calories that we didn't even realize we had because it was just only a little bit here, a little bit there. Yeah. For example, like in the office setting, if somebody brings in bagels and they cut them up into four tiny pieces, but maybe in the morning you have one, and then as a snack you might have another little quarter. So at the time they're smaller amounts, but they do add up throughout the day. All right. So sometimes we used to lose weight over Lent. We give away, give up cookies or, or ice cream, and yeah. something like that. Oh, and then but as soon as you were Easter Sunday, you were back on. Oh God, I'm out of jail here. So, <laughs> but it, it's it is interesting the dynamic of it. Is sometimes you can be like a Spartan and just be your willpower is at tops, and other days. Yeah. You can't help yourself, you know. It's, Absolutely. You know, you know, and I don't know why that is. It, and a lot it, of times it's uh, mindful eating and really learning yep. how to be mindful when you are eating and taking the time to really think about, you know, I always tell patients to reflect on what they're having right. before you're eating it. If it's going to make you feel good, if it's going to make you feel guilty, um, really listening to those feelings before you start having these meals because, yeah. you know, listening to your body is key. Right. Uh, and, and. And in your business, everybody's a little bit different, but it mm-hmm. also can be a medically issued where, guess what? Um, you've had heart issues. you got to watch salt. Maybe a cancer survivor. You're going to have to, uh, uh, there's some dietitian, uh, dietary uh, components that can go for that. Diabetes. I mean, Absolutely. there's, you're, you know, then pretty soon it becomes more than that. I mean, it's, mm-hmm. Absolutely. it's, a, it's a stay, to stay here, <laughs> yeah. to, to stay functional yeah. and, and, e- and stay alive. Yeah. yeah. And especially with each person's different yeah. disease state, that's why nutrition is so individualized for every single person. There's not one diet that would be mm. best for everybody because then honestly, we wouldn't have a profession of it. <laughs> yeah. We had uh, last week's schedule, we had the flip flop. We had the cardiologist on talking about. Uh, a diet and you know it's okay to have meat here and there it's consistent mm-hmm. you don't do the same thing all the time yeah but uh the 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 diet comport uh, uh, of having a problem with heart uh, cardiac is that the diet is so important not so many of the calories but they always mention the yeah. Mediterranean. Yes. Is that the, is that the go-to? Uh, so, it, again, it depends on each and, person, but yeah. Mediterranean is very heart healthy. So we, I do talk a lot with patients about following a Mediterranean diet. Mm. And oftentimes it can be hard for somebody to start a new diet completely. Um, so making small changes. Maybe you try Mediterranean lunches for a week and see how you do with that. And keep your dinners, you know, really focusing on that plate method as well, too. Quarter of your plate protein, quarter of it to be a starch and then half the plate being non-starchy vegetables. Yeah, I just remember the fruit was always the key for me. If mm-hmm. I was trying to do that, it's, it said it acts as a catalyst. It's almost like you're you're putting you're trying to burn burn in a fireplace yeah. and you light a match and nothing happens, but 
if you had a little newspapers in there to get the thing started, that would be like the, what the fruits would be doing, like the apples and yeah. uh, uh, raisins and things like that. Absolutely, and it's just finding what works best for you. No. You know, and fruits are great because they have a lot of vitamin and minerals, mm-hmm. and same thing with vegetables. And it's trying to, you know, think of even recipe modifications of ways to even add vegetables in. For example, like pizza crust, making it like yep. to be a vegetable pizza crust a lot of people are doing as well now. Um, zucchini noodles instead of pasta. So there's a lot of different recipe modifications to make meals a little bit healthier and get some more vitamin and minerals in. Yeah, and then there's uh, the carbs and go, the, you know, what else? The Atkins. I mean, there's how many diet? We could probably have an yeah. hour or two just on the <laughs> different diet fads. The, yeah. The, uh, I remember the Pritikin diet years ago, mm-hmm. the, the, the grapefruit diet. Yes, there's so there's there's yeah. so many diets out there right now, yeah. and the way that I always say this is the best diet is one that does not eliminate food groups. Yes, <laughs> because you don't want to be too restrictive. Because the second you do get restrictive, yeah. now you want those other foods, and it's yeah. you know it's not good for our bodies either. Right. It's all oh, the grapefruit diet. I said, yeah, but if you're on Coumadin, that doesn't work. Or statins, yeah, yeah it doesn't. That, you can't have grapefruit. Or. Our vitamin our leafy greens mm-hmm. yeah yeah, yeah that, for the vitamin k goes up yes. there so yeah there's a little uh you do no harm kind of thing yes. too right yeah. yes well we're talking diet i tell you what even our patience is wearing thin right now that's how we're that's how we're doing here this morning with maria nicholson registered dietitian eating healthy for the holidays see if we can give it one more go we're coming right back pain is the enemy motion is victory So, the St. Mary Orthopedic Team replaces knees and hips. We mend spines. We mend people. With brilliant technology and simple human kindness. So you can go home faster and happier. That's our mission. Call 8447-ST-MARY or visit stmaryhealthcare.org slash ortho. I'm Harvey from Bernie Robbins Jewelers. When you put one of our gift boxes in front of someone, magical things happen. Eyes light up. Big smiles appear. I mean, luxuriously crisp paper, iridescent copper ribbon, our orange monarch butterfly. Well, there doesn't even have to be anything in the box. Wait, what what am I saying? I'm trying to sell jewelry here. Of course, something has to be in it. But what? We'll help you with that. From an impromptu gesture to a milestone gift. At Bernie Robbins Jewelers, we've got your gift, and we've always got your back. We now return to St. Mary Healthline. All right, healthy eating, that's the name of the game. Top uh, tips for doing that, and Maria Nichols has seen it all, done it all, right, and... uh, Yes, it's so many. Everybody's different, though, Maria. Their motivations, right? I mean, you have to sort of glom onto that. Do you sort of uh, uh, get them in rehab, or you know, it could be you know, cancer, or whatever. It could be a heart. You got to modify everything. Do you get them at, at different stages? Of, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So, as the dietitian at St. Mary's, as the outpatient dietitian, mm-hmm. um, I work with patients with various um, coming in with various conditions, Issues, whether yep. mm-hmm. it's for bariatrics, um, whether it is for bypass, maybe. Yep, for yeah. yep, but cardiac, um, whether it's for diabetes, kidney disease, cancer, pregnancy. So, there's a lot of different. You know, patients that we work with, and it's really gearing towards, you know, what is best for them. Right. All those crazy cravings, you know, like uh, peanut butter or something or other. I don't, I don't know. Yeah. 
<laughs> and everybody has different cravings with you know different know. types of foods God. or desires. Yeah. So, yeah. and yeah. it's really finding out what patients' favorite foods are, yeah. and. It's not about taking things away. It's modifying, you yeah. know, some recipes to, again, make it just healthier for you. The portion control of the pasta is great, but you don't eat until your arms get tired, right? It's yeah. Sort of. Yes. You've got to watch yourself Portion a little bit. Portion control is key. <laughs> and even, like, for example, for pasta, um, you know, I come from an Italian family, so, you know, I've, I grew up with pasta. Mm. Um, so ways to just make your meals healthy too is to add some lean protein into your pasta meal add some broccoli or some red peppers or some different types of vegetables to add in it with spinach so that way you're also getting some vegetables along with your pasta dish as well my dad grew up in the 30s and 40s and a lot of things was just always fried and he lost Mm -hmm. his gallbladder at 40 so i would say well you know maybe i could learn something by that then they did the broiling and then the all the other yeah, stuff that's going on. And yeah, stuff. Mm-hmm. I mean, you, you you learn a little bit too yeah. uh, about what you can. And I think there's also, isn't there a, a congenital link to family history? Is there some kind of absolutely? Yeah, genetics can yeah. definitely play into somebody's mm-hmm. health and also their weight in general as well too. Yeah, um, you know that's why really for some patients, you know, especially with bariatric surgery, it's. It's hard for patients to really do just diet and exercise alone because oh. they've been doing this their whole lives. I mean, there's really a genetic disposition in the environment we live in, the activity. So there's a lot of different factors that does go into somebody's weight. Yeah, there's an education process, too. I've been in the health club mm-hmm. business and, uh, you know, I've been working out and I still, you know, I weigh more. For some. I said, yeah, but you look thinner. I said, you, he said, yeah, but my pants don't fit nearly like they used to. And I said, well, that's because the muscles replace fat. It takes up less space. You, yeah. But muscle weighs more. Yeah. But it's hard to get that out. Like, yeah, but I still I weigh more now than I yeah, well, Okay. Yeah, right. But you look better. Yeah. And <laughs> yeah. that's why I would I always encourage patients, too, to take their own measurements yeah. as well. You know, not to focus on just that scale number because yeah. you're right. There are so many different non-scale victories that we can really yeah. monitor somebody's health. Right. And there's always, a, there's always a caveat there. There's always something that you have to deal with ahead of time. I mean, you could be dealing with older patients, you know, maybe suffering memory loss. And mm-hmm. seniors, I remember battling and, uh, to getting my mother to eat. Yeah. And I was pretty you know as, as pretty vital as she was mm-hmm. just in later years different you know different mindset different parameters there absolutely and just to getting uh, them to eat do you have issues like that trying to yeah. get seniors to to bulk up a little bit there, absolutely right? yeah. to have some foods Make and it ex- count. so that they're not getting malnourished yeah. um you know i i think we talk a lot about weight management purposes mm. for weight loss but there is a whole component of you know some people need to gain weight yeah, you don't want them right. to be underweight either. Yeah. Um, so, yes, we do see a lot of those patients as well, too. And especially for, you mentioned earlier, like Alzheimer's and dementia. You know, there's a big component with nutrition and, you know, brain health in general as well, yeah. too. Really incorporating good heart-healthy omegas into your day. The fish oils. Fish oils, but also focusing on food. So I know a lot of times people will really say, like, oh, well, what supplements can I take? But I really like to educate people on what food sources that they can eat because you're getting more benefits from having the food sources than just relying on supplements. Yeah, the vitamins eventually flush some of them out. They just yeah. see you later. Absolutely. Yeah, I, I imagine that the education process, yeah, they'll see some kind of vitamin or therapy. There's vitamin therapy and all this other stuff that can be done. Yeah. And yeah. yeah, you probably get some of the wild theories. Hey, I saw this, you know, online about. Oh, uh, really? You yeah. know, do you have to do a little? 
you know, pop the balloon a little bit on that? Absolutely. And especially with these supplements. Um, You know, when people come in and, you know, sometimes they have lists of maybe 10 or 15 different supplements. So together we'll go through, you know, based on research, which one would be best for them to take, which ones that they can eliminate. Um, Just because I really do like patients to really focus on the quality and the types of foods that they're having because that's where it makes a difference. Yeah, Maria, some of the uh, the vitamins, potassium when you get older too, Mm -hmm. right? You get those bananas, the baked potatoes, you know what we're talking about, right? So get that in there kind of you kind of go over it, get an overview. You may be lacking here, but you're yes. okay there. It's, you're sort of yeah. like a, a diet makeover kind of. Thing. Yeah, yeah exactly. Right. And yep. it's ways just to maybe, you know, if, if somebody's not having enough vitamin C, um, you know, red peppers, they can add that into their meals because maybe they don't like oranges. Mm. So it's really trying to see, you know, what foods patients like and, you know, ways to get those foods that they do enjoy into their days. Right. Uh, and I, probably you're also in that education business, too, about when you shop produce yeah. or whatever you know, strolling through Wegmans and yeah you know, maybe you might want to read the back of the can every once in a while right do you do it you probably have some of those conversations so absolutely what, what, what should I be looking for yeah Am reading I, the food labels and yeah. they're actually the food labels are currently you may have seen the new food labels um, but they are also currently changing over as well too mm. um, so on the new food labels one of the biggest things is they're going to make serving sizes a little bit more accurate to what we're actually consuming mm. so for example um you know, if ice cream is maybe a half a cup now, maybe it might be three-fourths of a cup as a serving size. So there's going to be some differences that we can see that will be helpful for making healthier choices. Mm. Is spinach still good? Spinach is still good. Yeah. <laughs> Couldn't have that when I had Coumadin, though. There's yeah, because of the vitamin K. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I always liked it as a kid. So time. the biggest thing, especially with Coumadin, is yeah. keeping your vitamin K levels consistent. So if you have spinach every day... That's fine. Yeah. But it's really keeping that consistent. Do you read any blood work that goes along with some of your patients, too? Because all we're, we're all about numbers and the cholesterol, this, mm-hmm. and, and cholesterol levels, too. You're probably pretty yes. mindful of that? Uh, all the yeah. time. So I really love when I do get to see patients, um, their lipid panels, so their cholesterol, um, and also their... I mean, all their lab values, but especially their cholesterol, and also if they are diabetic, seeing their hemoglobin A1C and their glucose levels, because it really allows me to help tailor their nutrition as well, too. Um, and some people are, you know, big people, and they have cholesterol levels are light, you know, and then some that's yeah. no bigger than a, a minute, right? right? And all of a sudden, they're through the roof. Right. Triglycerides is another one, right? Absolutely, that's yes. That's pancreatic pancreatitis so with the triglycerides too oftentimes that can be really correlated to having a lot of refined carbohydrates meaning like white breads white Mm -hmm. rice white pasta um so it's really trying to again tailor in with what they're having and adding some more omegas into their day because that even helps with triglycerides too. all right we're talking to maria nicholson registered dietitian at saint mary medical center we're coming right back what are we going to talk about for the holidays let's get a plan together Dear neighbors, our hearts live to fix yours. The St. Mary Cardiovascular Team stands ready to save your life in ways that are safer, faster, less invasive, and sometimes extraordinary. You see, that's our mission, to treat you with brilliant technology and simple human kindness. Call 8447-ST-MARY or visit stmaryhealthcare.org slash heart. 
The Parks Casino and Sportsbook app is live in Pennsylvania. You can now bet point spreads, money lines, parlays, props, and more on every game this football season. Plus, Parks Casino and Sportsbook has special sports betting promos running every day. Sign up now and get a risk-free bet about the $500. Yes, $500. Download the app or go to parkscasino.com slash PA. That's P-A-R-X casino.com slash PA. And use the promo code SPORTS to get a risk-free bet about the $500. Risk-free bet refunded on losses of free bet. Must be present in Pennsylvania. Must be 21. Gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER. We now return to St. Mary Healthline. Oh, yes, in the arena today, talking diet. For more information, you can get to the website, stmaryhealthcare.org, and, well, check it out, or you can listen to uh, Maria Nicholson, who's got the, got, the, uh, got the inside scoop as we head for the holidays, and we'll say, oh, you know, I was doing really well until Halloween came in, yeah. and the candy is all over the place. Now it's going to be Thanksgiving, and then it's going to be Christmas. But then I get my New Year's resolution going, and everything's going to be what? Right, <laughs> right, I, right. right. You're probably like up and down. You've had to. You almost have to be a like a uh, like a father confessor. You know that <laughs> oh, I was doing really well until until Thanksgiving, and then what? You know, I, I don't know. So it can it can yeah. be definitely challenging, yeah. especially you know around the holidays. There might be some more sweets and desserts, but. Um, you know, really trying to just be mindful before you go to parties. And mm. oftentimes I'll tell, recommend patients to really never go to a party too hungry. Yeah, or shop when, or go shopping when you're hungry. Absolutely, yeah, especially yeah. for shopping. I mean, creating a list before you go and almost strategizing that list in terms of if you know you go into the grocery store and you walk into the fruit and vegetable section first or the produce section, maybe get those items first, then navigate and you know go closer towards the middle aisles and the frozen section or vice versa. Yeah, they put the they always put the uh, bagels and muffins and the. Uh the sweet stuff up front. So as you walk in, right. you get you get bombarded. You know they they'll never put the, the never put like water or anything like that. <laughs> they put that way over in the side. Yeah, <laughs> and that would be a one. There you go. There's a suggestion for the grocery stores. <laughs> uh, the, the portion of hydration, Maria. Uh, Absolutely. Where do you? Uh, how much? Uh, I know. Talk about what eight glasses at 60, 64 ounces yes. or somewhere so, in there. That be like three bottles maybe yeah. per day. So eight to ten glasses of water a day, um, and really making sure that most of your beverages are coming from no calorie or low mm. calorie beverages. Water is key. Yeah. Um, because it's really easy, especially for hidden ways to add extra calories in, fruit juices or even sodas. I mean, those can really pack on mm. extra calories without even feeling satisfied after having those. Right. And, yeah, the hydration part, I'll sometimes say, have a uh, little water before before a meal because it kind of kind of lowers your appetite a little bit. Is yes. That, is that... A, is that- accurate yes yeah, so a lot of times that can actually help too mm. if you're feeling like even if you have like a really big sweet tooth or if you just feel like you know you're so incredibly hungry drink some water before you have your meal um because it can help with suppressing appetite perhaps um but especially with just overall health in general i think something that we don't talk enough about is also sleep oh, sleep can yeah. really you know impact your appetite, your metabolism. So really trying to get seven to eight hours of sleep a night is also really yeah. important. And a lot of times I think I'd rather go to bed hungry. You sleep a lot better. Yeah. 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 I was, yeah, there's always a few uh, fallacies there too. Is, you know, when you're hopscotching all over the place, that mm-hmm. can do as much damage. But I'm not saying you have to, 
you get older, you get the early bird specials at five. For, right. you know, for <laughs> senior early, citizens, yeah. Yeah, our senior specials. <laughs> yeah. and then, uh, you know, the, the water, also the intake of sugar. Absolutely. Yeah. And on the new food labels, that we were yeah. talking about that earlier, on the new food label, they're actually going to be putting on there, add, includes added sugars yeah. underneath the regular sugar content on the food label. So we'll be able to see what food products um, are natural sugars compared to what yeah. added sugars are being added to it. Yeah, and being 66 years old, which I am, it's uh, say you get older, your taste buds change, mm-hmm. and you all of a sudden you seem like you your, your taste buds are still gravitating to sweets. What you used to like as a kid or mm-hmm. when you grew up, it doesn't appeal anymore. Is there something? Is there something to sure. that? Sure, and taste buds can also change. Uh-huh. Um, you know, sometimes even patients develop food allergies later in life. Um, for example, like lactose intolerance, they mm. might develop that later in life as well too. Um, so, really, just listening to your body and listening to you know what what is it that you're feeling at that moment in time too, and yeah. you know working through those cravings. Right, and, and could seasonal too. During the summertime, it's the salads. You're out on the beach. You don't feel like eating as much. You always feel a little healthier. Then all of a yeah. sudden, the wintertime comes, and there's, boy, it's so cold out. Boy, what a plate of pasta would do for me right about now. So especially in the wintertime, just because yeah. now it's colder outside. So comfort foods are just warm-based options. Um, so oftentimes making soups, like vegetable-based soups, um, to really give you that warmness feeling, because it is. It's a comfort feeling yeah, as well. Yeah, you said the veggies in there in the soup. They say, all right, I, I'm, I like the soup, but I'll meet them halfway on that, right? Yeah, so, absolutely. Yeah. And there's, uh, I said there's routine, but can we like over-routine ourselves to, we're like, oh God, I got to do this again. There's nothing to look forward to. I know you probably sh- should have different kind of motifs there. Or different yeah, kind so of a lot of times it. it's really trying to think of different types of foods and how mm-hmm. to flavor them and different types of recipes. So it's not... I'm having chicken again tonight. So it's really trying to think of different ways and making sure that your foods are really nutrient-dense. One of my favorite go-to easy night chicken options, too, is taking nuts and putting them into a food processor. So that way they almost look like breadcrumbs because they're so thin. Um, And then really using the chicken or fish and using that with the nuts as that breadcrumb feeling. So it's a healthy alternative to breadcrumbs. And you put the diet and the exercise in tandem there. And then then all of a sudden metabolism and more regular and all the other stuff that aids the process too, right? So Absolutely. that you can burn so the fat as well. With exercise, it's starting out with wherever you're at right now. So mm. let's say you're not exercising right now. Starting out with maybe doing five minutes of walking or start out with stretching first. So that way, every single day, maybe Monday, you start doing five minutes of walking. Tuesday, you might do six minutes. Wednesday, you might do seven minutes. So it's gradually increasing. It doesn't have to be... A full hour that we expect yeah. you to be walking every single day. I always alternate that with limping from my so I so I count that as exercise. Okay, well, <laughs> any movement is good. <laughs> Alternating days when you get sore and you know and when the elements can turn. And some days, man, it's just uh, you just can't move and yeah. you just have to. I think sometimes you have to be you set higher. I know there's goal setting, mm-hmm. but sometimes it may be a little too unrealistic. Right. Maybe, and we're so, you know, I'm going to be in that gym five days a week, and it's going to be more like three. You feel like mm-hmm. somehow you let down. Or I'm going to cut out sugar for the day, and 
you don't. You know? Sure. Yeah, so is there, do you have to be a little more realistic in Absolutely. Our, our and oftentimes, too, with patients, I'll make goals with them before they leave for their next visit, um, just so that it gives realistic expectations of changing over nutrition health. Um, because oftentimes, you know, I don't expect anybody to, you know, leave my office and now they're going to say they're going to run a marathon. You know, that's just not going to happen. Yeah. And I don't want that to because I want things that are going to work best for each person and maybe it can be just i'm going to add a serving of vegetables to lunch or i'm going to start doing meatless meals at lunch or i'm going to you know have some dairy products throughout the day as well too because maybe their calcium is low so it's just different types of small but very you know interchangeable goals that they can make Right, and uh, nothing wrong about packing your own for sort yeah. of setting the table for for what you have to do. Yeah, for meal yeah. prepping and really sticking to that meal plan. Um, you know, if you make your meals and you bring it to, let's say, work, and let's say work's having a party and they yeah. have, you know, lots of sweets and desserts out, but you brought this really great healthy lunch from home, yeah. really trying to stick with, the, with your goals and with that menu for the day. Is there a certain ca- caloric intake, Maria, before... Say, hey, if you can stay around 2,500 calories or 3,000 calories a day with some decent exercise, you'll get some results. Is that, is there, is there, is there, we all involved with numbers? Yes, yes, we all go by numbers. Does that work? That would be individualized for each person. Um, Because on food labels, you'll see oftentimes they're based around 2,000 calories, but 2,000 calories might be too much for somebody or it might not be enough for some people. For a teenager, you barely get through breakfast. So it's, and especially with, you know, athletes and when they're, you know, moving around more and just more active, sometimes, I mean, the calories do play a yeah. factor into it you also have to the the uh i know there's portion size but maybe the, some people have never been breakfast eaters maybe they should yeah try that a little start bit start eating breakfast in the morning and yeah. that is huge yeah. especially having lean sources of protein whether it's some cottage cheese or some eggs in the morning and putting maybe cottage cheese with some fresh fruit um greek yogurt with some fresh fruit um you know eggs with some maybe an egg omelet with some vegetables so really just trying to me Make and, sure you're having me and Chobani are very, uh, are very, <laughs> <laughs> very, very good friends. Yeah, that's good. Something, something that's a little substantial too. Right. You feel like you're, you feel like at least you have something now. Absolutely. Yeah. You want to feel full and you want to feel good, ready for your day. So as you try to you know, portion control and what you're shopping for, what you're looking for, uh, reducing salt. If you happen yes. to be a cardiac patient, diabetic, mm-hmm. what do you be? What would they would they be looking for? Be a sport, sort of specially tailored, right? Right, and especially for diabetes, we're looking at a lot with the carbohydrates and the right. types of foods that they're having as well, too. Yeah, really trying to limit that. Those recovering uh, from the bariatric, it's it's yeah. probably that has got to be like a total three sixty, isn't it? So yeah. a lot of times for patients too, it's really just relearning. Yeah you know, how to balance meals and properly for them so that they have, you know, they get to their own successful weight loss goals. Yeah. And then you see someone, they say, well, the guy eats what he wants and she wants one never puts on a pound. But, you know, there is always a method to the madness, too. Because yeah. some, some my, my mom used to try to, she would say, I'll be good for Monday through, through Friday on the weekends. I'm taking it off. And then I'll come back yeah. on Monday. So she always, always seemed to be able to do it. In the long haul, it's a, uh, yeah. like a marathon instead of a sprint. Maybe you should right. look at it that way. Is that yeah. how we look oh, at absolutely. it? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Every day is going to be different, and every season is going to be different. So it's really just, you know, figuring out what's best for you and your mm-hmm. health. 
When they when you they see you at a holiday party, they run the other way. Oh my God, there she's in the house! No, no, she called me at the chips and the. I'm a great oh, guest. Oh God, I was good yesterday. So do they give, do they run from you at all? So uh, surprisingly, no. <laughs> Because I like balance, too. You know, I'll have the cookies and stuff, too. But again, it's instead of having five, I'll have one. Yeah. Oh, isn't that giving me warm over there? Yeah. Yeah. Oh. No, it's Maria. That's right. Well, we've been talking to Maria Nicholson, registered dietitian at St. Mary Medical Center. Yes, try and... Just try a little better, maybe cut a corner here and there, or try yeah. something new, right? To, you know, Absolutely. And get some results. And I'm sure you probably have more than a few. Uh, you always work with feedback about uh, their experiences, too. Does that help in your in your profession as well, Maria, to either motivate or say, maybe I'll, I'll try this to see if I can motivate this way or get some kind of support groups. Hey, I, I lost 20. I, I did this after surgery. Do you have those yeah. kind of interactions? So for, especially for bariatric surgery, we have support group every other month where it allows patients to really talk about their experiences, learn new ideas from other patients as well, too. So either if they're before or after surgery. Yeah. Um, so it really allows patients to you know form a community, too, because every single person is going through this journey, um, even though every single journey is individual. Right. So. It, it's, yeah, it's a different kind of... And, and their motivations are different, too. If you yeah. could sort of tap into that. Absolutely. That'll work out. Yeah. yeah. All absolutely. right. We'll probably have you on the maybe Wednesday before Thanksgiving or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> we'll talk turkey. Yeah, yeah, talk turkey. Oh, good. Dr. Kreitz will be here for yeah, then. probably will. Well, anyway. <laughs> That's perfect timing. <laughs> Throw cold water on that. Every day, so. But anyway, yes. And who knows? Maybe there's something that you can, you can rely on get a little bit of progress and a little mm-hmm. bit of success that, that has a way of adding a little momentum when you start to see a little success too right absolutely. feel better about everything and, and yeah, yourself absolutely that's right with maria nicholson registered dietitian at st mary medical center always food for thought and it's part of our st mary health line wednesdays at nine here on wbcb